This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Job chapter 35 through 37. Elihu's third speech. Then Elihu answered, Do you think this to be just when you say, My right before God? But you say, What will it profit you? And what do I gain by not sinning? I will reply to you, and to your friends with you. Gaze at the heavens and see. Consider the clouds which are higher than you. If you sin, how does it affect God? If your transgressions are many, what does it do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give to God? Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness affects only a person like yourself, and your righteousness only other people. People cry out because of the excess of oppression. They cry out for help because of the power of the mighty. But no one says, where is God, my creator, who gives songs in the night, who teaches us more than the wild animals of the earth and makes us wiser than the birds of the sky? Then they cry out, but he does not answer because of the arrogance of the wicked. Surely it is an empty cry. God does not hear it. The Almighty does not take notice of it. How much less then, when you say that you do not perceive him, that the case is before him and you are waiting for him. And further, When you say that his anger does not punish and that he does not know transgression. So Job opens his mouth to no purpose. Without knowledge, he multiplies words. Job chapter 36, Elihu's fourth speech. Elihu said further, be patient with me a little longer and I will instruct you for I still have words to speak on God's behalf. With my knowledge, I will speak comprehensively and to my creator, I will ascribe righteousness. For in truth, my words are not false. It is one complete in knowledge who is with you. Indeed, God is mighty and he does not despise people. He is mighty and firm in his intent. He does not allow the wicked to live, but he gives justice to the poor. He does not take his eyes off the righteous, but with kings on the throne, he seats the righteous and exalts them forever. But if they are bound in chains and held captive by the cords of affliction, then he reveals to them what they have done in their transgressions, that they were behaving proudly. And he reveals this for correction and says that they must turn from evil. If they obey and serve him, they will live out their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness. But if they refuse to listen, they pass over the river of death and expire without knowledge. 
the godless at heart nourish anger. They do not cry out even when he binds them. They die in their youth and their life ends among the male cultic prostitutes. He delivers the afflicted by their afflictions. He reveals himself to them by their suffering. And surely he drew you from the mouth of distress to a wide place, unrestricted and to the comfort of your table, filled with rich food. But now you are preoccupied with the judgment due the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold of you. Be careful that no one entices you with riches. Do not let a large bribe turn you aside. Would your wealth sustain you so that you would not be in distress, even all your mighty efforts? Do not long for the cover of night to drag people away from their homes. Take heed. Do not turn to evil, for because of this you have been tested by affliction. Indeed, God is exalted in his power. Who is a teacher like him? Who has prescribed his ways for him or said to him, you have done what is wicked? Remember to extol his work which people have praised in song. All humanity has seen it. People gaze on it from afar. The work and wisdom of God. Yes, God is great beyond our knowledge. The number of his years is unsearchable. He draws up drops of water. They distill the rain into mist, which the clouds pour down and shower on humankind abundantly. Who can understand the spreading of the clouds, the thunderings of his pavilion? See how he scattered his lightning about him? He has covered the depths of the sea. It is by these that he judges the nations and supplies food in abundance. With his hands, he covers the lightning and directs it against its target. His thunder announces the coming storm, the cattle also concerning the storm's approach. Job chapter 37. At this also my heart pounds and leaps from its place. Listen carefully to the thunder of his voice, to the rumbling that proceeds from his mouth. Under the whole heaven, he lets it go, even his lightning to the far corners of the earth. After that, a voice roars. He thunders with an exalted voice, and he does not hold back his lightning bolts when his voice is heard. God thunders with his voice in marvelous ways. He does great things beyond our understanding. For to the snow, he says, fall to earth, and to the torrential rains, pour down. He causes everyone to stop working, so that all people may know his work. The wild animals go to their lairs, and in their dens they remain. The tempest blows out from its chamber, icy cold from the driving winds. The breath of God produces ice and the breath of the waters freeze solid. He loads the clouds with moisture. He scatters his lightning through the clouds. The clouds go around in circles, wheeling about according to his plans to carry out all that he commands them over the face of the whole inhabited world. Whether it is for punishment or for his land or for mercy, he causes it to find its mark. Pay attention to this, Job. Stand still and consider the wonders God works. Do you know how God commands them? How he makes lightning flash in a storm cloud? Do you know about the balancing of the clouds, that wondrous activity of him who is perfect in knowledge? You whose garments are hot when the earth is still because of the south wind, will you with him spread out the clouds, solid as a mirror of molten metal? Tell us what we should say to him. We cannot prepare a case because of the darkness. Should he be informed that I want to speak? If a man speaks surely, he will be swallowed up. But now the sun cannot be looked at. It is bright in the skies after a wind passed and swept the clouds away. From the north, he comes in golden splendor. Around God is awesome majesty. As for the Almighty, we cannot attain to him. He is great in power, but justice and abundant righteousness he does not oppress. Therefore, people fear him, for he does not regard all the wise in heart. New Testament reading, Matthew chapter 12, verses 9 through 21. Then Jesus left that place and entered their synagogue. A man was there who had a withered hand. And they asked Jesus, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath so that they could accuse him? He said to them, would not any one of you 
If he had one sheep that fell into a pit on the Sabbath, take hold of it and lift it out. How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? So it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and it was restored as healthy as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted against him as to how they could assassinate him. God's special servant. Now when Jesus learned of this, he went away from there. Great crowds followed him and he healed them all. But he sternly warned them not to make him known. This fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love in whom I take great delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. He will not break a bruised reed or extinguish a smoldering wick until he brings justice to victory. And in his name, the Gentiles will hope. Mark chapter three, verses one through six. Healing a withered hand. Then Jesus entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had a withered hand. They watched Jesus closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they could accuse him. So he said to the man who had the withered hand, stand up among all these people. Then he said to them, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or evil, to save a life or destroy it? But they were silent. After looking around at them in anger and grieved by the hardness of their hearts, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was restored. So the Pharisees went out immediately and began plotting with the Herodians as to how they could assassinate him. Luke chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. Healing a withered hand. On another Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and was teaching. Now a man was there whose right hand was withered. The experts in the law and the Pharisees watched Jesus closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath so that they could find a reason to accuse him. But he knew their thoughts and said to the man who had the withered hand, get up and stand here. So he rose and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do evil, to save a life or to destroy it? After looking around at them all, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. The man did so and his hand was restored. But they were filled with mindless rage and began debating with one another what they would do to Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, we thank you that you are a God of healing and restoration, O God. Thank you, O God, that it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath, O God. Thank you for the example that you just showed us, O God. Help us, O Lord God, to be a people that are not hard-hearted, that are not callous, but that seek to do good to all people, all people that we encounter, oh God. Would you help us, oh God, to have hearts of compassion and empathy, oh God, that go out to the marginalized, that go out to those who are hurting, that go out to those, oh God, who are suffering many afflictions, oh Lord God. Would you help us, oh Lord God, not to take the posture, the haughty, haughty posture, oh God, of Pharisees, oh Lord God, and legalists, oh God, who think that they, oh God, know Know your word better than you, O God, that know your ways better than you, O Lord. Help us, O God, not to ever presume to speak on your behalf, O God, but to know, O God, that we humbly seek to do your will, O Lord God, in obedience, O Lord God, to your word. Would you help us, O God, to do what is right, to do good to others, O Lord God, and to know, O God, that our reward is with you, O Lord God, and not with man, O God. So help us to look to you and help us, O God, to entrust our lives to you, God. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. 
We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.